Welcome to The Pulpit, the sermon podcast of Calvary Moravian Church. My name is Pastor Chaz Snyder, and I hope you'll use this recording to grow deeper in God's Word and help you on your spiritual journey. Our scripture readings today are from the books of Genesis, chapter 18, verses 10 through 15, and then chapter 21, verses 1 through 7. And we will also continue the scripture readings with Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verses 1 through 8. The Lord said, I will surely return to you in the spring, and Sarah, your wife, shall have a son. And Sarah was listening at the tent door behind him. Now Abraham and Sarah were old advanced in age. It had ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of women. So Sarah laughed to herself, saying, After I have grown old and my husband is old, shall I have pleasure? The Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh and say, Shall I indeed bear a child now that I am old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the appointed time, I will return to you in the spring, and Sarah shall have a son. But Sarah denied, saying, I did not laugh, for she was afraid. He said, No, but you did laugh. The Lord visited Sarah as he had said, and the Lord did to Sarah as he had promised. And Sarah conceived and bore Abraham a son in his old age at the time of which God had spoken to him. Abraham called the name of his son who was born to him, whom Sarah bore him, Isaac. And Abraham circumcised his son Isaac when he was eight days old, as God had commanded him. Abraham was a hundred years old when his son Isaac was born to him. And Sarah said, God has made laughter for me. Everyone who hears will laugh over me. And she said, who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would suckle children? Yet I have borne him a son in his old age. For everything, there is a season, and a time for every matter under heaven. A time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, and a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill, and a time to heal, a time to break down, and a time to build up, a time to weep, and a time to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones, and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace, and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to seek, and a time to lose, a time to keep, and a time to cast away a time to rend and a time to sow, 
a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. The word of God for the power of God. Thanks be to God. you'll join me in a moment of meditation and prayer. Dear God, we come to you now with hearts open to hearing your word, to seeing the ways that you will move in our lives. Lord, we pray for this community, all the people that are on our prayer list, and all the people unmentioned. We lift up each and every person connected to this church. Lord, we also pray for our nation, for all the divides, that somehow dialogue can happen between peoples done with respect and open listening. We also pray for the world for all the things that we are facing in similar ways, even in different places. We pray for peace amongst all people. God, we also lift up those who are sick and afflicted, hungry and homeless, missing love and kindness in their lives, and all those who need a little more joy. We pray that we can be the bringers of that to them and that you will work in the lives of all. Amen. I'm excited to be with you all this morning, even if someone might have forgotten to officially ask me and I just saw my name in the bulletin one week. One of the things I struggle with most with being a pastor is finding the balance of being me while holding all the things that people think a pastor should be. Whether we realize it or not, we all have ideas of what a pastor should look and act like. And sometimes those assumptions clash with who the person is. And it definitely clashes with who I am a lot of the time. This week has been quite difficult for me. I have an autoimmune disease and it flared up really bad this week and I had to miss a few days of work for the first time. I found myself crying, wanting to be a normal 26 year old who can go to her job, meet up with friends and live life without chronic pain. But as our Ecclesiastes passage reminds us, there's a time for everything. And while the week may have been a time to cry, I'm declaring that today is a time to laugh. There are many denominations and some Moravian churches who have a tradition. It is on the Sunday after Easter and is called Holy Humor Sunday. It's a day to let loose, live into the Easter spirit, and laugh. The resurrection is upon us, so we should rejoice. It is also a day planned to give the pastor a break 
from all the Holy Week and Easter festivities. So another sermon, why not make it funny? So while a pastor is supposed to preach and enlighten you, I'm going to ignore that and do what feels like me, which is leaning into Holy Humor Sunday. So I don't know if this is going to be a sermon or a poor attempt at stand-up comedy, but you can let me know afterwards. But we have examples across the Bible that depict people laughing and having fun, so I hope we can do that today. Here's my first bad joke of the morning, but I'm going to need a volunteer. Chaz. Okay. <laughs> so wait, you're telling me you're going to tell jokes in church? Yes. All right, let's see. Mm -hmm. What do you call a book club that never got over the first book? I don't know, Maddie. What do you call a book club that never got over the first book? Church. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That one was bad, but I hope it was funny, <laughs> especially as a book lover. Do we have any animal lovers out here? Yeah. What about target dresses? Why do we, generally speaking, love target dresses? We love target dresses because they almost always have pockets. And men in the room, you don't understand. Your pants always have pockets with adequate room to hold the things. So when we have dresses with pockets, it's a good thing. It's like when God made the kangaroo. An angel said, aw, it's so cute. And God said, thanks, it has pockets. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get serious-ish serious -ish for a moment. Laughter is good for us. It brings joy and communicates so much so simply. In our verses from Genesis, Sarah is shown laughing. At first, she is even laughing at God. Of course, God calls her out on it, but it shows us that we can laugh. And we can laugh at God when something incredulous happens. Like how Marvel thinks they made the most ambitious crossover in the universe, but God made the platypus. <laughs> Do you ever try to think what was going on in God's mind when he decided to make some of these things like a platypus? I wonder how that one happened. Sarah shows us that laughter is good. She named her son Laughter to show that God has brought joy into her life, even in her old age. She thought that God was wild for saying she will bear a son that old, but it happened. Who wouldn't laugh at that? And then Isaac was here. That brings more laughter, and the impossibility of it brings out a giggle, too. Laughter can be a coping me mechanism. As a chaplain at the hospital, I have seen how closely connected laughing and crying are. When someone is given bad news, sometimes the first reaction they have is to laugh. It's a sign of disbelief. Similar to how Jesus said he was gonna die for us, but no one believed him. I imagine when Jesus said that, a couple little chuckles went around and the di disciples said, yeah, okay. But then Jesus did die and they cried and we cried 
but Jesus rose. Jesus was resurrected, and now we can laugh with joy for the light that has been cast into our world. There is a time to cry, and there is a time to laugh. This time, right after Easter Sunday, and in the liturgical season of Easter, is the time to laugh and rejoice. So here's another bad joke for you. So, uh, Chaz, I need your volunteer services. I thought I had the day off today. (laughs) Sorry. All right. Did you know that I know what God's name is? Maddie, how do you know what God's name is? Uh, Jesus taught us. It's in that prayer. Which prayer? (laughs) Our Father, who art in heaven, Howard be thy name. (laughs) God's name is Howard. That's pretty good. We can laugh and we can cry. There are times for everything, as Ecclesiastes tells us. I do really love this book in the Bible. It can be a little dense and a little what's the point, but I think it gives a genuine take on the human experience. Although I do think I lost a few brain cells every time I tried to spell Ecclesiastes. It could be a good book in the Bible to read when you can't sleep at night. Just make sure you don't accidentally open to Isaiah 57, verse 21, when it says, there is no rest for the wicked. (laughs) Might keep you up longer than you need to be. (laughs) What could also keep you up is a joke about children. And we have a ton of kiddos here, so parents, I'm sorry. But the joke is when a parent tells you, yeah, my son is an angel, and in your mind you say, so was Lucifer. That's a bad one. (laughs) So hopefully that doesn't keep you up at night. But if it does, you can nap. Just like laughter is good and encouraged by God, so is napping. Remember that one time in 1 Kings chapter 19 when Elijah was like, God, I'm so mad, I want to die. So God said, here's some food. Why don't you have a nap? So Elijah slept ate, and decided things were so not so bad. We can never underestimate the spiritual power of a snack and a nap. Naps and snacks, what great inventions. Who needs exercise? By the way, I do have an answer if someone ever asks you to exercise. Jazz? What is that? This is another joke. Oh, this is a joke? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, so what? Uh, so, okay, I'll bite. Do you do you exercise? Yes, I walk with the Lord every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tried to tell y'all this might not be a sermon, but bad stand up, so you can't say I didn't warn you. But I hope you are hearing the underlying message. It is good to laugh. It is good to smile and rejoice. The world is getting heavy and feeling heavier by the day. So we need spaces to let loose and laugh. Church is and is not many things, but it is a beautiful place to come, lay our burdens down, and be together as a community in times of tears and laughter. Just as I hope we practice being there for one another when someone passes or an illness comes on or whatever life thing happens, I pray we can also come together in the joy 
It was beautiful on Easter to see families come together. It was a good example of coming together to rejoice and be in good spirits. Kids were running around the sanctuary, people were laughing, and there was a feeling of joy in this building. That is something I hope we can more intentionally bring more often. We do often forget that Jesus did perform one miracle, and that's how he had 12 close friends in his 30s. But if Jesus did it, so can we. The joy that I saw on Easter morning is something I think we can bring every week, which will only help our community grow stronger. So just one more quick thing before I wrap up. Just kidding. These are memes you can see after if you want. I hope you all remember to laugh today. <laughs>